Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome to the Friday Five with me, Liz Earle, and a quick dip into the world of well-being and a few topical wellness topics to share with you today. Well, it's been an interesting week. I was fascinated to read a study that shows how high-intensity exercise, of which I am a fan, as you may well know, is revealing even more health and well-being benefits. Well, the latest being for cancer prevention in general and prostate cancer in particular. And as this form of usually slow-growing cancer seems to affect just so very many men in later life, I was really interested to learn more about this. Now, you know, we may think that resting up and taking it easy after a cancer diagnosis is the best way to help our bodies beat cancer. But it seems that pushing through with exercise, even extreme exercise such as HIT, could be a better answer. So, researchers at the Edith Cowan University, which is in Australia, discovered that exercising actually triggers muscles into producing proteins that both suppress tumour growth and actively fight cancerous cells. Now, admittedly, when I looked at this, the trial was pretty small. It was just 10 prostate cancer patients, and they were aged between 73 and 78. And they were asked to undergo exercise training for 12 weeks, and then the researchers took blood samples before and after the exercise program. But, you know, the results were impressive because when the blood serum samples were applied onto living prostate cancer cells, the post-exercise blood was able to suppress the growth of tumours, yeah, by around 22%. And that was because the post-exercise blood was found to contain more anti-cancer proteins known as myokines, and these were created by intensive exercise. Interesting, don't you think? So our bodies create anti-tumour mechanisms during intensive exercise, which are then used, obviously, within the body. Well, many studies have actually shown that exercising improves the outcomes of cancer patients. But this is the first to actually link this effect to the myokines. And the lead researcher here explained that what they think is happening here is that the myokines are telling our T cells, and these are those vitally important warriors, part of our immune system, so important as we know in the fight against COVID and more. So they are telling our immune system to attack and kill the cancer cells. Well, I just love the idea that we might be able to produce some of our own anti-cancer strategies from within, as well as fighting all kinds of other viral infections as well, you know, simply by using our own body to work for us here. Actually, 
there was also an earlier study from a couple of years ago, which found that men can halve their risk of developing prostate cancer in general through regular exercise. Very good to know. Pass it on. Well, while on the subject of men, it has been a busy week for several menopause medics leading the charge for women to get access to a hormone that's more usually associated with men's health. And that is, of course, yes, you've guessed it, testosterone with a capital T. And for those of you following a couple of my favourite menopause medics on Instagram, Dr. Zoe Hodson, otherwise known as the Manchester menopause hive and Dr. Radhika Vora. She is a GP and NHS medical doctor trainer working in the world of hormone health. If you follow those two medics, you will know that there is a rising tide in the number of women realizing that so many of their health issues are due to declining testosterone levels that occur with age. And there's an increasing battle with the medical establishment as many midlife women, myself included, seek to reclaim them. Well, here to talk more on this is Dr. Radhika Vora. So Radhika, a very warm welcome back. It's so nice to have you back and thank you for fitting us into your day. I know it's a bit busy at the moment, your end, isn't it? It is. I mean, at the moment, the workload is really quite um, unprecedented. It's just, you know, it's coming from all angles. It's coming from the runoff of the pandemic. It's coming off from this fantastic awareness of menopause and the fact that women want to seek help. But, you know, generally we're all feeling it a bit. It's, you know, it's been a hard 18 months for the mm. for a lot of people and it's starting to take its effect. Yeah, absolutely. Last time we spoke was really around the launch of the menopause charity. I know that you're one of the trustees um, and have a special interest in educating GPs and other medics. How has it been for you as a trustee? What's happening with the charity at the moment? Well, the trustees go, the charity is going on a really lovely journey at the moment. We're trying to, it's always difficult to establish a charity and that's a huge amount of learning to do with that. And obviously at a time where everyone's talking about the menopause so much, we want to achieve so many things. We've focused very much on getting the information out, supporting health professionals with education, with the confidence in menopause modules, but also in trying to set up a helpline to make information more accessible for all women but also to be able to signpost women for help because they are still hitting walls on where to turn next and not everyone wants to or can access a whole internet full of information and digest it so we just need to make information available for all women in a variety of ways. That's amazing I mean do you think that the helpline will be coming anytime soon? It's difficult to say exactly, but yes, that's very much our primary focus at the moment is to set up a helpline and have other ways of um, being able to signpost people to help. And we're fantastically lucky to have a new chief executive officer who's very much behind that. Brilliant. Oh, well, I very much look forward to celebrating the launch of that. And of course, the last time we spoke, you were making the 14 Fish NHS approved GP training modules available free of charge, I think, to every GP surgery in the UK and then extending that to Ireland as well. How did that go? It went fantastically well and has developed to have over 16,000 um, people signed on. And actually, since then, the offer has been extended to all health professionals. So it's not restricted to one person per surgery anymore. And it's being offered, um, you know, 
throughout the UK for everyone to be able to access that information and not just be a prescribing doctor such as a GP, but all health professionals, whether that's physio, nutritionist, available for everybody to be able to access and trainees, which are our future GPs. It's so important for them to be able to access it. That is just astonishing, isn't it? So we've got 16,000 more medics or people working, you know, frontline medical advice and information for women who are now properly trained in the latest research and evidence-based information to do with menopause. Yes, absolutely. And it's just, it's, you know, it's so evidence-based. It's very simple to understand and really accessible for them. And you know, gives them case studies to be able to relate that to real time women and go back to their practice and make changes. And it's it's fantastic education available. And of course, that is your background, isn't it, Radhika? You are somebody who trains medics. Do you want to talk a little bit about sort of who you are? And, and for those of you who missed it, perhaps the first time round when we spoke? Yeah. No, so I've always been involved in education and training um, in less formal ways and in a formal way. Actually, I finished my GP training role last week, Liz. So that came to an end, um, which was a shame, but it was a, a priority of balancing everything that I'm trying to do. And sometimes mm. all these roles are very challenging, but also require a huge amount of time commitment. And I yeah. found I was I couldn't manage the amount of um, roles I was doing in a, in a fair way and look after myself because self-care is so important. Mm. So I ended my formal education role with um, GP trainees, but I'm still very much involved in education with the public and with professionals in other ways. Absolutely brilliant. And uh, I'm sure that you have left a very, very good legacy of training medics behind you. And just before we move on to talk about testosterone, and, and I know that we're, lots of people listening are very anxious to hear about that. If you are a healthcare professional and you're listening and you'd like to access this free training course, what's the best way to do it? It's incredibly easy. You can either just go to any search engine and put in confidence for menopause modules and 14 fish which is the platform that it's been put upon and um, that should throw up the, the 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 landing page for that and then you'll either need to create a sign in with 14 fish or sign in using your regular login and it will let you sign up to those applications there and then and then you can start the module straight away Fantastic. And I know a lot of medics listening will be familiar with 14 Fish because they are providing a lot of NHS accredited training modules for all sorts of conditions, aren't they, for, for GPs yeah. and practice uh, nurses? No, absolutely. And it's such a widely used platform. It, you know, it gives it a huge amount of um, um, variability and um, genuine backing to have it on 14 Fish because all mm. the trainees put their modules on there and all their training is managed on there but actually as doctors we're using it for appraisals quite often so it's a heavily used platform. Fantastic. So the other real key area of discussion at the moment, and of course, for those listening in real time, it is Menopause Awareness Month. We've got Menopause Awareness Day. There's just so many mentions of the M word in the media right now. But there's another initial, I think, that we need to really focus on, and that's the T word, which is testosterone. For those who aren't familiar, why is testosterone an important hormone to talk about for women? Because so many of us think of it purely as a male hormone. Yeah. And it's so important that we look back at that and change that thinking. And, you know, the more we talk about this, the more likely we are to do that. So the ovaries are responsible for making three hormones, estrogen, progesterone and testosterone. 
We do make testosterone in another organ as well, just above the kidneys, but far more for women is made in the ovaries. And it's responsible for so many things that we have naturally while we've got our cycle going, but that slowly diminish as you go through perimenopause and menopause. So that can be things like your energy levels, your get up and go your your sex drive and your libido um tiredness can be a, a factor but also so can be cognition so you know how how you feel in terms of your brain health and we know brain fog is a, a complaint many women will have with um with um menopause and perimenopause and testosterone has a huge role to play in that as well that's so interesting isn't it i think you're you're absolutely right a lot of us think about it perhaps for energy but certainly for things like libido and sex drive and i know in the nice guidelines it is licensed for women but very much citing libido and and loss of sex drive and there's no mention there actually of cognitive function and memory and when you think about how so many women are now working longer in the workplace and we can't do that without active brains let alone you know run our home lives as well no, absolutely. And I think it's a real disservice that it isn't mentioned in more detail because there's evidence to say that it's involved in brain health and vascular health as well as uh, libido. But the guidance is a little bit um, unilateral, I suppose, or focused on just libido. And sometimes guidances are just that. They're a guidance. You know, it's we know that the evidence exists for the other benefits of testosterone. And I think as clinicians, we have to be treating women as a whole. So just this morning, I've seen a woman who's left a very high powered job and I'm sure testosterone's had a huge amount of role to play in that because the drive she had to carry on with what she was doing, her menopause, i.e. her lack of estrogen, progesterone and testosterone have all impacted that. So we need to be looking at every woman and thinking what are her hormonal needs and which ones need replacing and as when. But testosterone isn't just for libido. Mm, really interesting. And is this something that can be tested? I mean, can we go to our doctors and, and have blood tests or is it something that's really diagnosed more on symptoms? It's a really tricky one that, Liz, because I think in practice, doctors in the NHS are quite reluctant to test for testosterone. And that's partly because they haven't been taught it very well and I know you know my own learning was a couple of hours on menopause and it was very much focused on the functional elements of the uterus and what's happening with the cycle it wasn't about the impact on the whole body so I think it's the fact that they're not taught it very well it's not in the guidance as a way of checking and measuring testosterone as clearly put and definitely not in monitoring it so I think the test is quite um, a tricky one but it's definitely worth approaching mm -hmm. and asking particularly if you're on this HRT and haven't had a check for a while it's very sensible to think about getting the levels checked especially if you're feeling symptoms but I think symptoms are really important and some women can have very normal bloods but we know the bloods are not always accurate they vary minute by minute so I think symptoms are hugely important that's really interesting, isn't it? And that actually, that, that applies generally, I think, not just when we're talking about testosterone, but when we're talking about estrogen and progesterone, it's, it's so interesting to note that our hormones are changing minute by minute, which is why the, the NICE guidelines clearly state, don't they, that over the age of 45, it's not recommended that women have blood tests for estrogen because you're going to get a result one minute that will be different potentially to another result a few minutes later. So which one do you decide to go on? No, absolutely. And I still see, you know, there's a lot of women who are still getting blood tests done and being told they're normal. And of course, the normal ranges are very wide. 
I, I totally agree with you. The NICE guidance does say that, but it also highlights base it on symptoms and history. And, you know, it's about putting those pieces together. If you've got women who are devastatingly having an impact on their life by a whole collection of symptoms and they're around that age. And we know perimenopause causes chaos around that age of 44 to 50. Then it really is just about piecing that jigsaw together. Mm. So if we are talking about testosterone and perhaps thinking about our own hormone levels, women who are listening to this at the moment, what would be the key indicators that testosterone could be low and could benefit from topping up? I mean, you've talked about loss of drive, loss of energy, and you know, you kind of get up and go. Is is that kind of one of the main symptoms? Would you say are there others that we could look out for? Yeah, I mean, I think that they are the main ones, but they, I think the, the challenge is women can present so differently. So for some women, it can be muscle aches and joint pains. And just, you know, that lack of energy, if you, if you ask about it further, it can be that their body hurts or they're losing muscle mass. And that in itself makes them feel quite weak. Now, we're losing 2% of muscle mass each year of being menopausal. And testosterone has a huge role to play in that wow. alongside estrogen. Yeah. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. That, that is phenomenal. I mean, when you think about how much longer we're living, to yeah. lose 2% a year means that by the end of our lives, we could be seriously depleted from muscle mass. Absolutely. I mean, almost unable to get out of a chair. No. And actually, when we look at the burden of healthcare with an aging population, skeletal health is so high up in there. Mm. You know, alongside bone health, it's so important to think about skeletal health. You know, we're, we're a much more sedentary generation we sit a lot but if you're then losing this muscle mass you're losing all that strength in your skeleton it's so important to be able to exercise be able to be mobile and testosterone has a huge role to play in that 
That's really fascinating. Okay, so we have determined what testosterone does, how important it is for women in midlife and beyond. We've determined that it is in the NICE guidelines. How easy is it to have these conversations with GPs and how likely are women to get prescribed it on the NHS? Oh, it's a really tricky one. I think um, they may they may approach and based on all the information and awareness we have out, I've seen lots of women um Definitely, there's an increase in gynecologists getting referrals for women for testosterone because there's such a postcode lottery with it and uh, very few CCGs, which is clinical commissioning groups that as an area would be in charge of um, authorising prescribing for GPs. So by that, I mean, so there could be drugs that are started by a specialist, but then continue to be prescribed by a GP or drugs started by GPs without needing a specialist. There's very few areas which have testosterone at liberty enough for GPs to be able to prescribe it for women. Really, I remember talking to you before about this and I think there was a a template of a letter that women could contact their CCGs to, to just to ask whether testosterone was available locally and if not, why not? And, and could it be reviewed? Is that something that's ongoing? Yes, it is. And actually, the the, the meeting to be able to um, um, review those letters that had been sent so far this year has been pushed back, much to um, uh, Zoe Hodgson's frustration, because yes. she's been involved in all of um, fighting for this for such a long time, along with Menopause Matters, and done some brilliant work to be a huge advocate of testosterone. Um, and what we hoping is that when the new year begins women can will actually have to send those letters again because it might be that the clock resets oh for heaven's sake i know it's really (sighs) frustrating if that meeting doesn't happen this year that may well be the case so yes that template letter does exist it's really worth um approaching again or doing for the first time if you haven't done it and actually I was trying to do a video of demonstrating to women how they could look up if testosterone is available in their area Mm. and it's notoriously difficult and you know I was banging my head against the desk because it's so difficult as somebody who works in this sort of area to even be able to understand all these different websites for different areas and I think it's very difficult to expect women to be able to search it on their own so they do need their health professional support and we do need GPs to get more comfortable, feel more capable and educated to be able to prescribe testosterone, monitor it, because otherwise the gynecologists are not going to be able to manage all the workload either. No. Well, and and interestingly, I remember speaking to a woman who contacted me in desperation because her GP had referred her to a specialist, to a gynecologist, um, who wasn't aware that women even produce testosterone in their ovaries. You know, she said, well, why do you want that? You know, it's not one of your hormones. And she said, well, I thought we produced more of it in our ovaries than we do estrogen. He said, really? Went away and looked it up and said, oh, gosh, yes, you're right, aren't you? I mean, talk about banging your head against a desk at that point. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's really demoralizing. It's just it's just terribly sad how inconsistent the awareness is. But also it leaves women feeling very unsupported and, um, you know, like they're really fighting a huge battle. And I think Mm. that's all very well when you're on your top form. But if you're already feeling at your worst and then trying to fight a battle and putting trust in health professionals, it's very difficult. You know, we've got this massive delay from COVID with a backlog of referrals. And if we have women being referred just so they can be started on testosterone and waiting 18 months, 
plus to be seen that's a real loss because that's a huge loss in their life and actually they could be treated and their health could be turned around in those 18 months well how safe is testosterone then i know people listening to this might be thinking well it's all very well you saying that they should just be you know handed out prescriptions for this replacement hormone but you know what 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 are the downsides what's what, what are the risk factors attached to it There's actually very little risk that I've come across. You know, there's data from two years. And actually, that's only because once data has been collected for two years, the license can be issued and the guidance can be made. But I know women in practice who have used it far more longer years, particularly those who have premature ovarian insufficiency. So early menopause under the age of 40. I know women have used it for very many years and they've shared that on social media quite often as well. You know, the, the, via your skin, it's incredibly safe. It's got no additional effect on blood pressure, cholesterol, breast cancer risk, or any changes on the womb lining. So there's really not very many negative effects to worry about. However, because we're using male licensed products off license because we don't have a female licensed testosterone in the UK, often the leaflet that comes alongside it is geared up for men who are using much higher quantities and that can be off-putting for women. Mm. So I, I know women who have been prescribed, obviously, the, the male version here in the UK because that's pretty much mostly what's available, certainly on the NHS. And you just have to use a tiny amount, don't you? Rather than using a whole sort of pump full, which you might do if you were a guy, you're using like a pea-sized amount. Yeah, no, absolutely that. And you're using it less frequently as well. So mm. men might be using two to four squirts a day, whereas women are using two um, twice a week or one um, twice a week. So it's, you know, very much smaller quantities. And you can get the female licensed one, which is... Um, not available on the NHS and there's only one product in that and that comes from um, Australia but you know it comes at a huge personal cost and I think that the the challenge we have with advocating these treatments is it shouldn't be based on your affordability it's actually for your health. That's a really good point you know why why it should be the preserve of the wealthy to have access to basically what are our, our own hormones. These are our own female hormones that diminish as we age and we would just like them back, please, at, yeah. at low cost, you know, or reasonable cost. You know, let's let's pay the, the cost of the prescription, you know, to, for, for the NHS. But when you think about the benefits and what it will save in the long term, you know, you talk about bone health, for example, and we know that osteoporosis is such a massive cost to yeah. the NHS. And again, HRT is, is is a frontline prescription, isn't it? Or at least should be. It certainly is in the nice guidelines for, for menopause. No, absolutely. And it's, you know, it's first line for osteoporosis in women under 60. And we're at risk of having a huge domino effect because the women's health, in particular menopause care, has been pushed to a back burner. But mm. it's a false economy to think about it. And hopefully, the the way um, licensing and prescription charges go, we know the women most at risk and most disadvantaged are the ones that are not getting HRT. They really do carry the long-term implications of diabetes, heart disease, obesity, but also mental health and um, dementia and bone health. So it's really important for them to have access to this. And if we make it something that you could have if you can afford or if you're um, you know, able to digest all the information and argue for it and, you know, back, bang your head against this big brick wall mm. for long enough, then we really are disadvantaging the most needy. 
Absolutely, it, it's health discrimination at its at its very worst. Radhika, it's really so good to talk to you again. I'm so grateful for your time. Can you just remind us if somebody would like that template to write to their local health authority to find out about testosterone? And maybe, unfortunately, if they've already done that, be aware that they might have to redo that letter come January. Where, where do we find that template letter? Yeah, no, of course, if they go to Menopause Matters, which is all one word, .co.uk, and then goes, um, just keep going down and there's a section on templates. It's within that area and they can find it on there or on Instagram at um, Menopause Matters or the Manchester Menopause Hive page. They can find them on there. And that, of course, is Dr. Zoe Hodson, who we've had the pleasure of having on this podcast before talking about it. <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. She's done such an incredible amount of yeah. work alongside um, Menopause Matters. And, you know, it's it's so important to keep the conversation going. I think this is not something one individual can turn, but it's something that collectively, once we increase women's awareness, we want the demand to feed the change. And that's really the only way change comes about, I think, in the health system is that the demand will lead to the change. And that's where education is so, so important. So please keep pushing for the um, the modules to be taken up and completed and then acted upon. That's absolutely brilliant. And that's why I love supporting you guys. And in particular, the menopause charity, because you're about not only empowering women with the right information, but educating GPs and health practitioners to give them the confidence that they need to be able to prescribe and replace these missing hormones for so many women that impact so many lives. Dr. Radhika Vora, thank you so much for being with us. No, thank you so much for having me. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Oh, great information as always from Radhika. And if you would like to know more or access some of the links mentioned, just click on the podcast notes that are attached to this podcast, or you can head over to lizardwellbeing.com and click on podcasts to see all the latest episodes and, of course, the notes that are associated with these. Well, talking about latest episodes, I really hope that you managed to take a listen to last week's full-length episode of the Lizard Wellbeing Show. Well, I was joined by Sarah Worley. She is founder of The Key Clinic. And we talked about how there are so many drug-free options to help children and adults with all kinds of neurological difficulties such as ADD, ADHD, anxiety, OCD, depression, and much, much more. Really incredible evidence-based solutions and really revolutionary safe solutions also that unlock a person's potential in a way that's completely unique to them. It is such a good and important discussion. I do encourage you, if you haven't already, to take a listen to that one. Well, before I go, just time for a few comments and reviews. And this one actually talking about that very podcast. It was left on the 8th of October by Fab122, thank you very much, uh, who writes to say, wow, this was so fascinating. This is talking about the Sarah Worley, uh, founder of the Key Clinic, talking about these drug-free options for things like ADHD. 
so Fab122 goes on to say, what magnificent studies these are. I had never heard any of this before. It's absolutely mind-blowing and emotive to hear the effect of applying these practices on children and adults and making enormous changes to their lives. Brilliant. And a huge thank you once again to dear Liz for sharing such life-changing evidence. Well, thank you very much for your warm and kind words. Always love seeing feedback. Don't forget, you can leave reviews and feedback over on iTunes. It's very easy. You can just log on and you can also click the five little star rating buttons at the end of this podcast if you would like to. Every little helps, as they say. Uh, Talking about feedback, just a couple of things I spotted actually on my Instagram. My personal Instagram is at Me if you want to follow me. And the magazine, of course, is at Wellbeing. Well, I put up some pictures earlier this week of a garden tour that I was fortunate enough to be part of at Lambeth Palace, home of the Archbishop of Canterbury. And I talked about a project that my charity started a few years ago where we helped support Syrian refugees coming into the UK with gardening. So they were getting skills training, horticultural training at Lambeth Palace in the gardens. And then they were also having a safe space to have counselling for trauma and victims of extreme violence and of course learn English and just generally be rehabilitated back into society. Well I mentioned this and a lady commented on Instagram to say had I heard of the Lemon Tree Trust and I have to say I hadn't so I looked them up the Lemon Tree Trust and they are an amazing looking charity that do exactly that supporting refugees through horticultural skills and gardening therapy back into society in a safe and really life-changing way. So yeah, go look them up, Lemon Tree Trust. And talking of Instagram, just give me a moment here, please indulge me. Proud mama moment. If you buy or have seen this week's copy of Hello Magazine, I do hope that you spotted Lily, my eldest daughter, lovely Lily, talking very openly and frankly about her journey, ongoing journey with chronic pain and how she was able to set up her company, Cell Return, doing those amazing LED masks. Um, But really, more importantly, just highlighting the need for greater support and awareness for hidden disabilities, especially for those suffering from chronic pain, which is such an internal hidden thing. We're often completely unaware of how badly others may be suffering. So well done, Lily Earl. We love you, and I could not be prouder of you as my daughter so do please take a look it's probably online I don't know if you have the Readly app that's where you'll also be able to download uh, the Lizard Wellbeing magazine and books that we have if you have that then you can also access Hello Magazine digitally wherever you are in the world well that is it for now don't forget to leave reviews comments messages on any of my social media platforms my team and I do pick them up and hopefully I will be back with you same time same place next week Until then, go well. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.